to Inside the Mind. My name's Drew Fitzgerald, here to bring you coverage of all things Charlotte 49ers. The American Athletic Conference has just released its 2023 conference football schedule. The 14 teams will play eight conference games, and the top two teams in the final single divisional regular season standings will meet Saturday, December 2nd in the American Athletic Conference Football Championship. Charlotte football's out-of-conference schedule is as follows. September 2nd, they'll open up at home versus the South Carolina State Bulldogs. September 9th, they'll travel all the way to College Park to play the Maryland Terrapins. September 16th, they'll be back at home versus the Georgia State Panthers. And September 23rd, Charlotte will visit the Swamp and play the Florida Gators. The Niners will then transition to American Athletic Conference play and continue their road trip on September 30th in Dallas against the SMU Mustangs. They will receive a bye week before squaring up against Navy at home on October 14th. Then October 21st, the Niners will travel across the state to Greenville, North Carolina to face their new in-state and conference rivals in the ECU Pirates. On October 27th, the Niners will then host a Friday night primetime matchup with former CUSA opponent, the Florida Atlantic Owls. On November 4th, the Niners will then fly out to Tulsa, Oklahoma to play the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. The Niners will then promptly return home to have a two-game homestand on November 11th against the Memphis Tigers and a November 18th Senior Day against the Rice Owls. Finally, on Saturday, November 25th, the Niners will then end their regular season in Tampa, Florida against the South Florida Bulls. The American Conference announced that game times and television designations would be added later, and the first three games of the season will be announced by June 1st. The games will be aired either on ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN+, or ABC. A minimum of 40 conference games will be aired on an ESPN platform, and the American Conference game will air on either ESPN or ABC. This television exposure is massive to the 49ers and fellow CUSA conference opponents who are transitioning to the American Conference. In comparison to their experience in the CUSA, these teams will no longer have to fight for coverage. For alumni and fans who aren't local, they will have multiple opportunities to see the Niners on regional and national cable television. In other football news, the Niners wide receiver Grant DuBose has been selected by the Birmingham Stallions as the 55th pick in the 7th round of the USFL draft. As of current, DuBose will still attend the 2023 NFL Combine on March 6th, but will have a plan if he's not drafted into the NFL. The selection is quite convenient for DuBose. The receiver hails from Montgomery, Alabama, about an hour and a half from Birmingham. Along with the XFL, the USFL has proven to be a productive alternative for NFL free agents. At the end of the 2022 NFL season, there were 21 players who had made the jump from USFL to NFL. Hopefully, DeBose gets drafted, but as we know from his history before playing at Charlotte, he is someone who is used to playing against the odds, especially when his career is on the line. Moving to Charlotte basketball, the Niners entered last week reeling from an embarrassing loss to the North Texas Mean Green. With six games left in the season, the Niners had a treacherous road ahead of them if they wanted to snag a fifth seed by in the Conference USA tournament. The Niners seemed to understand the implications of finishing out the season. 
at tip-off on Thursday night against Western Kentucky, head coach Ron Sanchez had inserted Bryce Williams and Isaiah Folks into the starting lineup, replacing Lakai Patterson and Igor Milicic. This change seemed to be crucial for the Niners. In the opening minutes of the game, Bryce Williams forced a hilltopper turnover and a dagger three, leading to a 7-0 run to start the game for the Niners. The team looked completely different from the North Texas game. They executed effective off-ball movement and were shooting accurately. However, the moment didn't last long, and Western Kentucky fired back with a run of their own. Jackson Threadgill exuded control and confidence as he dished the ball to Ali Khalifa, executed a three-point foul play, and drained a deep shot from behind the arc on three consecutive drives. Trey Gibson blasted the Niners with two back-to-back threes and a jumper as the two teams traded blows. With the game deadlocked, Lakai Patterson dropped to the floor with an ankle injury. The whole home crowd held their breath as a keystone member of the team limped to the bench. Whatever injury Lakai Patterson suffered turned out to be the best case scenario for the team. After returning to the floor, Patterson interrupted an almost two-minute point drought between the two teams with a spin cycle layup, followed by another inside score. That ankle was looking pretty good. A three-point play extended the run to 7-0 and put the Niners up 35-28 going to the half. The 49ers started the second half sluggish. However, Ali Khalifa exploited reigning CUSA Defensive Player of the Year Jamarian Sharp's ability to close out the perimeter, and as a result, Khalifa hit threes on back-to-back possessions. Keep in mind, Jamarian Sharp is 7'5". In addition, Isaiah Folks proved a worthy matchup for Western Kentucky star guard Davion McKnight, holding him to only 12 points, 5 points below his season average. After extending the lead to almost 10 points, the Niners' hopes dwindled as the game became only separated at 4 points. With under a minute left, the Hilltoppers responded with a layup and then another. After a Charlotte timeout with 6 seconds left on the clock, Bryce Williams fired a three-point jumper that was no good. The game was going to overtime. As overtime started in Halton Arena, the Niners and the Hilltoppers both entered a stalemate. The first shot in overtime was a jumper by Western Kentucky's Davion McKnight. The Niners were looking for a hero as the clock ticked down, and they found one in Ali Khalifa. A three by the Egyptian magician ignited the crowd and put the Niners up by one. The following possession, Khalifa went down the court and hit another one. The Hilltoppers had no response, and as the buzzer rang, the Niners had one in overtime, 68-64. to Khalifa led the Niners with 24 points. Here's what he said in the postgame presser about his remarkable performance. It's kind of like you said, is this, uh, after I hit the first cut, I missed a couple at the, start of the half, at the start of the overtime, but whenever I hit the first one, I felt like the second one was going in as well. Um, just the momentum and the trust of the, my teammates and the coaches that somebody kind of make a play. And I was the hothead at the time, and I was wide open. So. In the second game of the week against the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, the Niners entered the Thomas Assembly Center in Ruston, Louisiana, keeping their first-round bye hope alive. And the Niners came off the team bus hot, starting with an 8-0 run, going 3-3 and not missing any of their opening shots. The Niners were playing in elite form as all members of the team contributed to the lead. Bryce Williams went 6 from 8 from the field, and at halftime, Ali Khalifa hit a buzzer beater to extend the Niners' lead by 18. Coming out of the first half shooting 69%, 
the Niners began to sputter as slowly over the course of the second half, their lead shrank. The Bulldogs chipped away at Charlotte's lead by exploiting the weak side post and holding Charlotte to a four-minute point drought. With five minutes left in the game, Louisiana Tech surged back to cut the deficit to a three-point game. The Niners got multiple lucky breaks, including a reversed goaltend call on Bryce Williams that gave the Niners possession. Up four, a Khalifa layup sealed the game away, and Louisiana Tech simply couldn't outpace the Niners, who were hitting from the foul line. As the game concluded, the Niners had earned themselves another win, 74-67. Ali Khalifa led the team with 22 points and 7 rebounds. Subsequently, after his two monster performances, he was awarded CUSA Player of the Week. This week, Charlotte will match up against North Texas and Rice at home. These two Texas teams bested the Niners in their first matchup and sit in the top five of the CUSA standings. The Mean Green are on an eight-game win streak. In sixth place, the Niners could afford to lose a game, but they would need to at least try and win out. Lastly, in other news around campus, the Charlotte Athletics had an incredible weekend. Both Charlotte's men's and women's indoor track and field took home CUSA titles. Charlotte baseball dismantled Ball State in a 19-5 win, scoring 12 runs in the third inning and winning the series against the Cardinals. Charlotte softball upset the number 10 ranked Georgia Bulldogs, making it their second win against an SEC opponent this season. Wow, what a weekend. Thank you so much for listening to our episode today. Remember, Niners wear green on Wednesday, and they also listen to the Inside the Mind podcast. Thanks for listening to Inside the Mind. Hit that follow button to stay updated on all things Niner Nation. You can find me on Twitter at InsideTheMind49 and on Instagram at Drew underscore Fitzgerald. As always, picks up and roll Niners.